0: to stay on top in business stay on top of your technology with the new business desk podcast the business of tech listen on iheart radio or wherever you get your podcasts you're listening to the sports talk podcast with darcy waldegrave from news zb Mark Robinson joins us now. It's been a few months since he's been here on Sports Talk. It's wonderful to get him back again, Mark, uh, NZR CEO. Welcome to Sports Talk. I I trust you well, mate.
1: Hi, Darcy. Yeah, great. Great to be with you. Thanks.
0: So we've um, been three months since we've spoken. A a lot of water under the bridge, a lot to talk about. So I'm really looking forward to getting into it. I suppose we'll get things underway with the World Cup. That's where you're uh, off to this evening. You feeling confident about this, mate, after what you've seen so far?
1: Oh look, it's a it's a great tournament, isn't it? Um, the outside looking in, uh, I was up there for a few weeks um, earlier earlier on, and you know there's a massive amount of hype up there. Um, it's great to see the stadiums full. Um, great to see the competitiveness of some of the games. Clearly, some of those emerging nations are getting stronger and stronger. And, and a huge game on the weekend with the with the Island South Africa game. So um, you know it's it's clearly going to be a a massive tournament with the the margins of success really really fine as we're seeing. So uh, yeah, looking forward to getting back up there and and seeing how the team are doing. And, and probably if anything, Darcy probably hoping that you know some of the some of the uh, the games. You know, I think as the tournament goes on and we're getting used to some of the technology around. The matches is a bit more free-flowing rugby in parts, but overall it's been a been a great start to the tournament.
0: Ian Foster, I'm presuming you would have spoken with him. How how's he going? He seemed pretty upbeat following that French loss, as would expect. What have you been talking with him about, if anything?
1: Uh yeah, I mean he's uh, obviously building really nicely as, as we've seen. They've had that time um in in uh in Bordeaux and really benefited from that. They've got a few um bodies starting to come back, you know, the obviously guys that have been um, injured more more recently starting to um, hopefully, getting closer to return. So, all in all, I, yeah, I think he's he's feeling good about where things are at. Um, you know, they clearly the Namibia game they they got some um, some benefit out of um, as well. So, you know, I, I think as we saw in Bordeaux, the pictures coming back and, and what we've seen clearly is the massive amount of support for the All Blacks up there. Those ten thousand people at that training there, and all the cool stuff happening up there. So, um, I think the camp are feeling pretty good and just looking forward to the next challenge on. on uh, on Friday.
0: Do you think there's um, still good connections with New Zealanders back here? They feel like they're engaged with what's going on, being it is the other side of the world and I suppose it's first thing in the morning, works quite well. But anecdotally, do you think that New Zealanders are buying into this World Cup and are behind your team?
1: Oh, well, absolutely. I mean, based on the the viewership, I think we saw those phenomenal numbers um, coming out of um, Sky's reporting earlier on um, in the tournament, you know, the the massive amount of engagement around that opening game. Um, everything we're seeing on on social media and the like is really, really positive. And we're hearing from from Junos um, that, you know, the engagement around stories and that is really strong as well, Darcy. So we, we think there's a huge amount of support and interest in and around the team and, and performance. Do you think the format
0: works well? Because obviously it's been stretched somewhat, to take into account there's a big body slamming into each other, and especially with some of the, the lesser nations, the tier two nations, that tend to get the rough end of the pineapple when it comes to this. The length may be a little hard to keep up with. It is a long competition, but it is for the good. Do you believe it's going along at a, at a decent rate,
1: I suppose? Yeah, I mean, these things, I guess we're probably feeling that, aren't we? Because the All Blacks um, took the bye in the last in um, the last round. So for us, we're, we're probably noticing that more pertinently right right now. But I think overall, you know, there's certainly a nod to, to player welfare there. It'll be something that's, I think, reviewed for, for future, Darcy. You know, it's clearly something that's been promoted through this tournament. And and I think there'll be things that'll be learned out of that as it relates to future World Cups. But um, I think once the momentum for the All Blacks comes on from the, from the weekend onwards in terms of playing a game, Hopefully we'll see that interest um, pick up again.
0: Chief Executive of NZR, Mark Robinson, joining the program. I suppose the big story this week has been uh, the Eddie Jones situation and what's happened with the Wallabies. Looks like they're going to be knocked out short of a miracle. How much does this affect the relationship with ARU, the fact that they're really sailing down the hill in quite a hurry there, Mark?
1: Oh, look, we're working really hard at the relationship, um, Darcy, you know, and there's a lot of good stuff happening behind the scenes as it relates to the future we certainly feel for them at the moment you know no one wants to see you know our trans-tasman um, cousins be you know going through a tough time like this so certainly been in touch with phil um, Phil war um my counterpart in, in the last few days and and sort of you know offering our support um but you know that that's you know ultimately the, the how they're tracking something for them to work through and we'll be there if they if they want to reach out and, and discuss anything obviously we're, we're always there but you know, it's it's just tough and it happens, like I said before, it can happen in sport. The margins are incredibly fine. So, yeah, certainly feeling for them at the moment.
0: Bit of a punt with Eddie Jones. Was that appointment a failure, do you think?
1: Oh, look, it's it's not my place, Dars, um, to, to talk about, you know, other other unions, um, appointments or, or coaching positions or anything like that. So, you know, they, they, they're obviously, you know, clear in, in their mind around um, what they need to do around their teams and they're focusing on making them better. So, They'll they'll work through that now, as I've said um, publicly, um, but that's not for us to comment on too much.
0: So, will this? Do you think the situation that Australia find themselves in, and they're they're not in a great position? And last time we spoke, uh, we spoke about the Super Rugby Commission and um, Hamish McLennan and the time they're taking to organise what they want and to go through their process. Do you think maybe in this situation it might uh, hasten or encourage them to accelerate looking at the Super Rugby Commission? in order to build their strength and change what they're
1: doing? Oh, look, we're making pretty good progress on that, Dar. So, um, you know, and, and we're all very committed to the future of Super. We've seen some incredible scenes with the, the results of Fiji, um, and that's been, you know, in significant part attributed to the development of the draw. So we know they are going to be a force in this competition for the future. Um, we saw, you know, the likes of the Reds and the Brumbies be um, highly competitive in the playoff stages of Super Rugby Pacific last year too. So, we know there's some um, emerging talent in, in Australia and established talent, for that matter, that can contribute to strong teams. So we're, we're all very joined up on on what we believe can be a, a really strong competition in the in the future. And we're just down to putting the finishing touches on on that, um, that joint venture that you talked about before. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, these, these things happen in, in sport. I, I think there's probably been a little bit of a pause just as, you know, both countries are, are working through um, World Cups, but um, definitely committed to the future.
0: we have got to ask, well, what's actually in it for us? I mean, why do we continue to work with Australia? What do they actually bring to the game and bring to New Zealand rugby?
1: Well, look, one of the principles of, of Super Rugby is obviously, uh, you know, we want it to be in time, a world-leading competition with, you know, it's highly competitive and with great talent in it, and we believe that an international flavour in that is is really important as well. So, clearly, you know, Australia is a, is a large market, and um, and it is, uh, has got a strong rugby-loving you know, um, fan base there in it, um, despite you know, some of the challenges they might be working through. So they've been pretty clear that, that there is strength in having a, an international flavour in this competition. That's something we'll continue to work hard on.
0: As far as this um, Super Rugby Commission, is there any rough timeline about what kind of decisions may be made, when they'll be made, and when we can find out more about the future of that competition?
1: Oh look, it's pretty imminent. Dars, it's just a case of you know, like I said before, we've got, we've got, um, you know, both both countries have got things they've got a a focus on at the moment um, in terms of the tournament, and um, you know, we just need to work through that, and then hopefully. You know, we can be in a a position to communicate as soon as possible when um, when when we've resolved things.
0: Since we last spoke, Mark Robinson, CEO of NZR, the uh, governance review has came out. Came out at the end of August. I expect it reverberated around the halls of power with the concept that uh, currently the way NZR is operating it's not fit for purpose in the modern era. The the man in charge of it, the chair. He said there's been a number of reviews in recent times. It's the panel's fervent hope that this is the last review of this type and that the walk finally replaces the talk. I mean, some people say it was a damning review. Another word could be necessary. It could be overdue. It could be sobering. So, in essence, what is the overarching view from your point of view in NZR around what the review actually gave out? It's been, what, three weeks now? You must have had a good read
1: of it. I have. Yeah, well, look, I mean, the... um Uh, The board, you know, obviously communicated early this week and made clear that they've, you know, through the statement that that I presume you've seen that um, that was issued that um, clearly we have acknowledged or the board unanimously acknowledged that there's um, uh, a a desire to look at, you know, more fundamental structural change to the governance model and now we're really focusing on engaging with the um, different stakeholders across the game to set up a process where we can have, you know the conversations about that, so I don't. I don't think anyone shied away, um, Darcy from from the uh, from the report, and um, looking forward now to working with with stakeholders around um, around you know a, a process that can and hopefully get to a stage where everyone can get some consensus around um, possible change, noting the the feedback that we all think it's um,
0: due. Obviously, it's uh, wide-ranging, covers a a lot, including the MPC. It's uh, running now, what, last round coming up uh, this weekend. How has the MPC been tracking as far
1: as people turning up to the grounds, as far as viewing figures? Has it been getting a wee bit of traction? Yeah, I mean, we're clearly seeing that some of the things um, we we pointed to at the start of the year around around uh, attendances have been you know challenging. We we saw that in Super Rugby also, but we're also seeing some pretty heartening signs around the shift by some provinces to to look to more boutique sort of family friendly ground stars, and um, that's been really heartening. I think I think viewerships are pretty pretty stable and and at not a too bad a level. So overall. You know, it's okay, but we're seeing, I think, in a heartening way. As I said, um, some provinces are certainly starting to adapt to to some of the trends around attendances and looking to to make um, those events a little bit more, you know, user friendly as it relates to um, community type feels and, and family type feel of the, in the game, which is great. It sounds to me
0: like it's not going like absolute gangbusters, though. Uh, it, it doesn't look extraordinarily good. There's a lot of room to improve as far as things like numbers on TV, uh, fans going to the ground. You did mention the smaller boutique grounds, and I think that's been a huge success uh, from a visual point of view. It just looks like it's more like MPC rugby. But I, I get the feeling here, Mark, that you're still not over enamored with what's going on.
1: Well, look, we, we see definitely some um, – and we've said this you know, repeatedly in the last little while – there's some great things um, happening as it relates to the NPC with regards to the connection it gives to community, the pathway it provides to players coming out of club rugby, the, the history and traditions of the of the game, which are really, really strong, presence right across the country as it relates to Heartland and NPC um, at this time of the year for rugby. So there's some really um, critical things in terms of what this competition Uh, plays as the overall rugby um, fabric in our country Um, as we've been pretty consistent as well and we've got to you know find a a model that is more sustainable though and that's something that we'll continue to work with stakeholders on. We've consistently said also that we need to you know we need to work in partnership with our stakeholders here to look at any things for the future um, and we'll continue to do that.
0: For more from Sports Talk, listen live to News Talk ZB from 7 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.